Welcome to the Human Capital Innovations Podcast, where your source for personal, professional, and organizational growth and development, where we share original research, explore industry trends, and interview executives and thought leaders from across the globe. We hope you join us often for practitioner-oriented content around all things related to leadership, HR, talent management, organizational development, and change management. Maximize your personal and organizational potential with Human Capital Innovations Podcast. Do you enjoy the Human Capital Innovations Podcast? Enjoy ad-free listening by going to the Patreon page, and please consider contributing even at the producer or sponsorship level. And please leave a review. Thank you for your support. Welcome to the Human Capital Innovations Podcast. In this HCI podcast episode, I talk with Janisha Alora about empowering women to what they want and to dream big. Janisha Alora, welcome to the Human Capital Innovations Podcast. Thank you for having me here, John. It is a pleasure to be with you. It is late in the evening. You're joining us from Singapore, and it's morning for me south of Salt Lake City in Utah. Today, we're going to be talking about empowering women to go after what they want and to dream big. And of course, this applies to life in general, but we'll also be talking about this particularly as it relates to the workplace and uh, female leadership in the workplace and those sorts of things as well. As we get started, I wanted to share Janisha's bio with everybody. Janisha Alora is a former beauty queen and the founder of Soul Rich Woman, Southeast Asia's leading network for female entrepreneurs connecting 12,000 plus women and 200,000 plus subscribers across the region. The network helps women to build their brand recognition and online reputation as a leader for more customers, confidence, and credibility while making a positive impact in the world, including Malaysia, Philippines, Vietnam, and Indonesia. Prior, she was an owner of a cafe retail chain with a presence in three countries and successfully exited to a public listed company just recently. What a tremendous background. It's a pleasure to have you. Anything else you would like to share with listeners by way of your background or personal context before we dive on into the conversation? Well, I did not have all these success overnight. I mean, I had to support myself through school since I was 14 years old. So it's been a very, I would say, difficult journey to grow up in. And before all these experiences as a business owner, I was never, I was never one. I was an occupational therapist. I graduated as that. So I was working with children with learning difficulties. And to be able to to do business, I literally have to learn through the school of hard knocks and be able to work through my own limiting beliefs, my own challenges and my own mindset in order to pick up the skill set of what really business is. Is it automation? Is it branding? Is it marketing? Is it getting clients online? How do you consistently build recurring income through your business? And you really do have quite the unique and diverse background. Um, and I say unique, but it, in, a, in a way, it's not unique because I think most of us have meandering paths towards success. 
And, and we often have to try lots of different things and we learn as we go. Like you said, there's a learning curve and you learn from the school of hard knocks. And so while your meandering path is different than my meandering path or, or 10 other people's meandering paths, I think we all tend to do that. So it's wonderful that you have a growth mindset, that you have a learning attitude and, and that you lean into those opportunities and you see them as learning moments, not necessarily as failures. And that frees us up, right? To just try things and to learn and to do new things and to just do all sorts of cool things. Of course, you have, like you said, uh, occupational therapy in your background. You were the owner of a cafe in three countries. Um, You've done a lot of things from an entrepreneurial point of view. And then at some point you decided you wanted to get into the space where you're trying to not only, you know, go for your own empowerment, but you're trying to uh, create and support other women to do the same. So maybe you can start by telling us a little bit about uh, Soul Rich Women and how you went about building one of the leading women support groups in Southeast Asia. Wow, I would say the very first thing that why I do this would be because of my mom. I think my mom has always been a leader in my life. She is a pillar of strength, a pillar of support. And throughout my life, she has always been a key person who was guiding me through. So when I was running my cafe retail chain, I was in charge of the Indonesia market. So I was based in Indonesia. I was in charge of franchise and making sure the market growth was there. So while I was building that, I realized that I felt empty. I felt that my purpose was still to empower and equip women to own and love their F-word, which is fabulous, freedom, financial independence, and to have a happy family. So with this mission in mind, I kind of moonlight during the time when I was running my cafe retail chain. While daytime, I was doing operations and running the marketing for the business and looking for new franchisees. I was building Soul Rich Woman as a side hustle while I was running that. So how I built that? Well, I started with running webinars called Webinar Wednesday, literally giving free training and free advice every single Wednesday at around 8 p.m. to 10 p.m. And when I first started, it was zero. I literally opened to the sound of the crickets. I have zero viewers, zero zero followers who were like kind of watching my live stream, watching my webinars. And along the way, I learned to master the F word back then, which was Facebook ads. So with Facebook ads, that built up the momentum to bring the people to, to grow in the community and to consistent add value to the women who are coming in. And with that, it grew to a network of 1,000 to 2,000 to 12,000. In fact, right now, we have 12, uh, 200,000 paying subscription members at $12 a month uh, who are in our network to learn how to transform their business and their life through the F word because success looks different for everyone because I, I can't define your success for you. You have to define the success for yourself. And that is why Soul Rich Woman, we are focusing on the F word, helping women to be fabulous, freedom, financial independence, and a happy family. And through uh, three pillars, I would say, the first pillar is through personal branding, building a profile online. 
Number two is starting an online business where they can earn earn $5,000, $10,000, $20,000, whatever that they define the amount that is successful to them to build a happier life and a different life. Number three, through channels like live streaming, podcasting, uh, even writing their books, they could actually use these mediums to inspire and help more people to transform their lives through their stories. So these are the three key ways Soul Rich Woman is helping our network to grow in Vietnam, Philippines, Thailand, Cambodia, Myanmar, Malaysia, Singapore, okay, to, to be where we are today. Because alone, you are strong. Together, we are unstoppable. Yeah, I love it. I love it. And maybe just tell us a little bit. I don't want to dig too much into the brand marketing piece and all of that. I mean, there's so much that goes into what you're building. Um, but tell us just a little bit about, you know, how long it took you to to go. Like you said, you, you start by offering these webinars and nobody's showing up. Nobody knows about it. Right. And over time, slowly, you start to build a following. You start to build uh, a, a foundation and a base. Now you're to the point of 200,000 subscribers. That's a tremendous um, group. That's a tremendous uh, income. That's that's really great. So how long did it take you to get from zero to 60? Uh, you know, how long um, did that take? And beyond, you know, Facebook ads and some of those sorts of things, are there any other um, pieces of advice as someone might be trying, whether it's, you know, this kind of an entrepreneurial effort or any entrepreneurial effort as they're, as they're starting off and trying to get things spun up and, and uh, going uh, to be sustainable? Well, that's a lot of questions in one question. <laughs> I think that the key is uh, being consistent. Uh, I started doing this since 2014. I have never looked back since. Um, I literally run, uh, give value. I think Consistency and giving value are two very important things that I feel that any entrepreneur who are starting out and if they want to grow their subscribers, to grow their recurring income, to grow their business, is these two factors. Let me share with you why. Online is a crowded space. Let's put it this way, right? How are you going to be seen and be known in your own thought leadership if you don't show up every single day? Well, gone are the days where you could show up once a week and gone and disappear for three months and then come back again and people remember you. Now at every single moment with multiple mediums like TikTok, Instagram, stories, there's reels, there is so many different mediums and channels for people where the attention has completely divided across all these platforms. And if you're not choosing a single platform to dominate in, or to raise your voice and awareness to be seen as a leader online, then where and how are you continuing to show your authority, to show yourself, your skill set, your, your, the services and the products that you want to offer, isn't it? Therefore, it's important to take note that whatever that you are doing at this current moment is key to congregate attention to where you want your audience to find you. Meaning to say, decide and dominate one place and let people find you through there. So what are the ways to lead gen? I mean, there are many ways to lead gen 
throughout the different platforms other than Facebook ads, they are just Instagram, right? But for me, because I'm in Southeast Asia where live streaming is one of the largest, fastest, quickest growing strategy here in Southeast Asia. So I use a lot of live streaming to build my community, to get to know people and bring my community together. I love that. I love that. And I completely agree. Consistency is the key. Uh, now, you've been far more successful in building your your uh, base and your brand and reaching people than I've been. I, I can only dream of having 200,000 subscribers. But uh, that said, I've, I've seen as I've just been consistent and dogged about putting value out there for people that uh, over time people tune in and, and it's super uh, gratifying when I get those messages from people who say, listen to the podcast, for example, and just say, Hey, I love this. This is my, this is my morning commute podcast as I'm driving to work or things like that. That's super satisfying because there's a thousand different options. There's millions of different options that people can choose. And when they choose me um, you know, it's humbling. And if I'm consistent over time, it builds and it builds. And I, I, so I think that's just really important. And, and certainly that has applied to me as a man for women uh, in this space, same thing. You, you, you be consistent, recognizing that we all have all sorts of um, diverse priorities and obligations and things pulling us in different directions. It's super easy in the content space and the thought leadership space to get pulled out of it, to, to come in, like you said, once a week or, or to post something and then kind of get sucked into other things and then come back a month later. If you do that, you're just never going to really uh, be able to create that, that foundation and that base and then build upon it. So great, great advice. Um, now, I started off uh, in introducing the episode talking about the importance of empowering women to go after they want what they want and to dream big. And I really want to spend the rest of the time talking about that. Uh, I know that's what your platform is all about and what you're trying to help accomplish. Um, and I guess the question is why, um, well, first, I would love to know a little bit more specifically about what it's like in Southeast Asia. I have a sense of you know what it's like uh, in the U.S., for example, we, we know that women um, are lagging in terms of pay. We know women in the workplace are lagging in terms of leadership positions. Uh, I don't know a lot about what the, the context or conditions are in Southeast Asia. So maybe you can tell us a little bit more about that. And then um, let's talk about you know, what, your, what your platform is doing to provide the types of support and resources so that women can learn to lean into um, their potential and just have a, a tremendous uh, opportunity for success in life and in business? Well, in the entrepreneurship space here in Southeast Asia, it's definitely on the rise. For example, in Singapore, uh, Singapore's government is giving a lot of grants and funds to fund entrepreneurship initiatives. Uh, even, for example, if a new entrepreneur and you're starting out, we, they had a grant where if you put a dollar into uh, your bank account, they will match dollar to dollar up to 20,000 to 50,000 Singapore dollars for you to start your business. If you have a startup, a brand new idea and something that they are interested in. And, and in Philippines, Female entrepreneurship is definitely on the rise. When I was there in the Philippines, in Manila, the women there are, are minded to do 
buy low, sell high. A lot of the women are still in the old mindset of the e-commerce where they are buying low, they sell high, they buy low, they sell high. They forget that there's marketing, there's branding, there's positioning in that space. So when I was there, I realized that the female entrepreneurship mind, conscious mind is there and they were ready, they were hungry, they were ready to do whatever it takes to learn the marketing in order to build their business. And overall, I would say in Southeast Asia, live streaming is one of the key factors here to grow entrepreneurship, to grow businesses online. And e-commerce marrying with live stream is definitely the fastest growing space right now. Wonderful. And what what are the current conditions in relation? So it's great to hear that all this entrepreneurial activity is happening. Um, maybe you can speak to the current state of gender divide in the workplace in terms of leadership roles, those sorts of things, and how your platform is trying to support women uh, into bridging that divide. So in, in Solrich Women, we serve various groups of women. Uh, we don't really talk about e- like or gender divide or, or equality. We advocate for every woman, there's a man behind the woman, or behind every man, there is a woman, right? So we always talk about partnerships and coming together as one. So working with their spouses, working with their partners in businesses. So the first group of women we serve are women, uh, stay-at-home moms, okay? They they will need support usually in getting started on building their profile, getting up their confidence so that they know that they have the self-worth to start something of their own, right? So that they can maybe buy the dress for their children, buy the extra, uh, you know, present for their kid or bring the the children or the child, the daughter on a holiday, for example. So these are some examples that someone who is a stay-at-home mom could experience with us. Now, the second group of women we serve are the 9 to 5 employees. We serve under this category two types of women. The first group are women who who have the intention to quit their jobs and women with, with no intention to quit their jobs. So we built their profile for further career growth for the first group, okay, the ones that would have no intention to quit. And for those with intention to quit, we built their, help them to build their profile, increase their status so that they no longer depend on their title within the company or their job so that when they leave their company and do their business, they are ready for the entrepreneurship world. The last group of women we serve are the full-time entrepreneurs, uh, women who run studios, who run F&B businesses, who health and wellness. They already are in businesses. So the service that we provide for them is usually mentorship and coaching to scale their business up to half a million dollars to $1 million, right? So that's the pathway that we are helping all of them. Ultimately, the key goal that we want to do for them is to really build their no-like-trust score online so that no matter what they do, they are able to pivot accordingly to their dreams and their goals. So that would be what Rich Women do through podcasting, through live streaming, through writing books, through setting up their online business, through e-commerce platforms to sell their products and services. 
Yeah. And as you've mentioned a couple of times now, everyone's path looks different uh, and success is defined by the individual. And so what's successful for you uh, can be completely different than what's successful for, you know, 10 other women in the room. Each individual has to uh, be clear on their values. They have to be clear on their priorities, and then they have to decide uh, what their goals are and what success looks like for them. And I love that you focus on dreaming big. Uh, I think sometimes we get stuck in our self-limiting thoughts. Uh, and especially if, you know, I'm, I'm a, a straight cisgender white dude. And so I come from a background of, with a lot of privilege. And so there's lots of things that I probably take for granted that have just been easier for me than, uh, than others. And, you know, I try to be aware of that and I try to be supportive and to be an ally the best I can. But the reality is, I, you know, I'm probably not fully aware of all those things. Um, my guess is uh, women in Southeast Asia are keenly aware of the challenges they faced um, things culturally or contextually that have just, um, put, you know, a limit on what they could do in the past. And so being able to start to recognize that perhaps you can do something different, something bigger and to dream big and to get outside those limiting thoughts, even if they're grounded in reality. I mean, if you've experienced limiting, uh, context around you, I get why you'd have limiting thoughts, but if you can start to get beyond that and realize, hey, wait a minute, I don't have to buy into this construct. I don't have to buy into this gendered norm or this, this gendered stereotype. I, I can do whatever I want. If I dream big and I shoot for the stars, I, I can go to achieve it. And so platforms like yours are helping to provide the support, the mentoring, the coaching, uh, the resources uh, necessary so that women can learn how to do just that. Um, so this doesn't just seem like some pie in the sky dream, something they would read about and think and daydream about, but actually something they can proactively work towards in the here and now. And I love all of that because I think we just need more opportunity for more people um, to, to drive success. And of course, if you have success, uh, that doesn't take away from my success. We can mutually and, and benefit from each other and have success and, and rising tide lifts all ships, right? I, I firmly believe that. And so we don't need to be, uh, we, we should be focusing on developing all of those around us. Well, Janisha, it has just been a pleasure. I note the time it has flown by. I'm going to have to let you go here in just a few minutes. And I know it's late in Singapore. Uh, so I really appreciate your time. But before we wrap up for today, I just wanted to give you a chance to share with listeners how they can get connected with you, find out more about your work, how they can found, find out more about your platform and even join if they choose and then give us a final word on the topic for today. Sure. If you love today's episode, you can connect with me on Facebook, LinkedIn, TikTok, and Instagram at Janisha Alora. And that is G-E-N-E-C-I-A-A-L-L-U-O-R-A. Janisha Alora. I have two free gifts for you. Secrets of Personal Branding, a book that I wrote. And I would like to give that to you. In it, I share the seven steps of how you can build your personal brand for online success. And that is available at soulrichwoman.com. The second gift is how do you delegate 80% of your to-do list to your assistant so that you can make money while focusing on your zone of genius. So both of these free gifts are available at soulrichwoman.com, S-O-U-L, R-I-C-H-W-O-M-A-N. 
Now, I really truly believe as women, we deserve to rise. We should play and must play win-win because alone you are strong and together we are unstoppable. Never be alone in your own circumstances because we, we can look past our social, mental, physical, emotional circumstances to help one another to win in life, to rise up like a queen. I love it. That is so wonderful. Thank you, Janisha. It's been a real pleasure. I encourage my listeners to reach out, get connected, find out more about what Janisha can do for you. Check out the books, check out the platform, uh, all the great things that Janisha is doing. And as always, I hope everyone can stay healthy and safe, that you can find meaning and purpose at work each and every day. And I hope you all have a great week. Do you enjoy the Human Capital Innovations Podcast? Enjoy ad-free listening by going to the Patreon page. And please consider contributing even at the producer or sponsorship level. And please leave a review. Thank you for your support. Thanks again for joining us for this episode of the Human Capital Innovations Podcast. I hope you stay healthy and safe and that you have a great week.